Search for Lawful Government with Ron Avery. And uh, uh, it is September the 21st in the year of the Lord, 2023. And uh, I have a special guest, my friend uh, uh, Lark in Texas. Lawrence Cumby is joining me again for the show. And we're going to talk about some of this... Uh, uh, the ways and means of this communitarianism uh, and how it is uh, used to unlawfully rule the world by global bankers. Now, let me get my uh, uh, system set up here again. Kind of, I've had some technical problems this morning, but I don't want to get into all that. Anyway, uh, let's see. The first thing, uh, Lawrence, are you there? I reckon. Can you hear me fine? I can. You sound good. Okay. Um, we wanted, to, first of all, you mentioned this uh, on our last show. You mentioned this guy named Sir Ronald Cohen. And uh, I look, I looked him up. And, uh, and I'm, in fact, I'm looking at his website now. Uh, and let me, let me go ahead and share this with you, too, so you can see it. Uh, Oh, that's the wrong thing. <laughs> Let's see. Do you see the screen that I'm looking at? I think so, yeah. Uh, it's got some black kids sticking right. out of a window. Yeah. Oh, you do see that? Okay, good. Yep. Uh, this is on the Sir Ronald Cohen website. And uh, wh- what he has done is he's been in investing. He's, he's ahead of a bunch of investment funds. And they come up with this grand scheme called, uh, they call it uh, social impact bonds or pay for success. Now, those are just really clever names. Pay for success is, is really a pay for services, government services. Uh, and it, it's kind of hard not to call it pay for services rather than pay for success. So, you know, I mean, all these clever terms they use to, to, to kind of make things look beautiful that are not really so beautiful. Uh, but anyway, um, it says here on his website, and see what I'm trying to do. I want to n- tell everybody first what I'm trying to do. I'm searching 
for lawful government. I'm searching for principles of lawful government. And all these people that are wanting to change things and rule things and make things happen, I am looking for principles of what they want to do and why they want to do it and and is it lawful or not? Is is what they want to do lawful? I mean, just because you want to do something doesn't mean it's lawful to do. Uh, there, are, there are some things that are just flat unlawful, and these things cause problems. There's a reason why things are unlawful, because they cause harm, death, and destruction. And so I'm looking for things. I'm, I'm looking at these smart cats like... Uh, uh, the uh, uh, what's the Klaus Schwab uh, of the uh, World Economic Forum, World Everything, Global This, World This, and I'm looking for their principles. And everything sounds great. It's all like it's it's verbiage that just has warm fuzzy feelings. But you know, to do good, uh, and and this is like. Uh, it says here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read some of uh, uh, this Cohen's philosophy here. I'm going to go to uh, Sir Ronald Cohen's philosophy. And it says, we are moving towards a better and fairer world. Now, doesn't that sound good? A better and fairer world. And we're moving towards that. How wonderful. Where markets drive doing good while making profit. The people want to do good and do well at the same time. Wow, you know, what a concept. Well, first of all, we've had laws in the world for thousands of years. And there's a reason for some of these laws. And I don't think there was ever a time when you'd say, well, you know, I have an investment for you. And what we want to do is go over and, and enslave some people. Well, now, you know, that, that, that may sound good, you know, I mean, how, how was that ever good? And then what makes these people think now that they're suddenly, well, let's, let's, let's quit doing that and let's just do some good. And we, but what is that? Where is, the, where is the rule and guiding principle of this stuff? There's doing good. And I, I remember on the, I got to tell this. The United States Navy, they had a slogan just a few years ago, three to four years ago. I've talked about it before. And they painted it on things. and They had, they had advertisements on television, and it would show you all these aircraft carriers and jets flying off of them, and it said, U.S. Navy, global force for good. Well, you know what? That's just total bull. And in fact, it shouldn't be. It's that—that that is actually a horrible definition of the United States Navy. And if anybody had any smarts in the Navy, they would have said, "You're not going to use that for a slogan for the United States Navy." What the what the the slogan for the United States Navy should have been: a global force for the defense of the United States of America. Because that's what it is. Now, what it really says may be the truth, that the United States of America no longer exists. It's been taken over by global bankers, and they use the military of the United States to, to implement global banker policy. 
I just believe that's exactly what it's come to. I'm going to finish reading this only three short little paragraphs here. Ronald Cohen goes on here. We must embrace measurable impact as a deliverer in every investment, business, and policy decision to make, a driver. It's the impact as a driver in every uh, investment, business, and policy decision we make. This is the invisible heart of markets guiding their invisible hand. Well, we've heard, certainly heard about the invisible hand, and uh, nobody's quite been able to, to, to dis- say what that is. And quite frankly, uh, they act like that's the act of God working out to uh, just how, how men respond to natural things or whatever happens. Man always adjusts itself to it, and then all of a sudden the markets kind of adjust themselves, and this is the invisible hand. That's kind of the impression. But I, I think it's worse than that. I, I think it's I think it's people in the background that you rarely hear of manipulating everything. But this new world will drive to continue here. Quote: This new world will drive an improvement in the well-being of people and planet, creating a fairer and more prosperous future for us all. Now, fairer. What is fairer? How do they adri- how how is that going to be done? And how is I'm just not sure that this there's no principle here. There's nothing that says, well, if you do this, that's bad because it does what? And can you do that without harming this and that? It doesn't there's, there's no principle. No, nothing to build upon, no blocks, no property, no nothing. It's just Fair. Well, who determines what's fairer is, and what it, it's meaningless. Do you have any comments on that, Mark? Well, I, I could put it this way: See, these people—they're all about realpolitik. In other words, the strong rule over the weak, the rich rule over the poor, the borrower is the server to the lender. And he has he who has the gold rules. Now this is these are rules they live by. So, you know, in 1960 there was a book published by a man named Zygmunt Dobbs, and it was called Keynes at Harvard. So you could actually read it yourself. It said Keynes or K E Y N E S or Keynes at Harvard. dot o r g. dot org. Yeah. And the subtitle is. Economic deception as a political credo. Yes. So when we talk about economic deception, we're talking about political deception. We're talking about deception in the language. Because the the thing is, is these people are always pushing propaganda. In fact, the people that are trying to take over the world, they're the ones that coined this word called agitprop, which was a new word at one time. Yes. And if. Basically, agitation appeals to emotion and propaganda to the mind. Now, this was during yes. the time of the creation of the uh, USSR. Yes. And so uh, they're the ones that control the media around the world today. They're the ones that control the Internet. Yes. You know? Well, okay, I want to I kind of stick with this uh, Sir Ronald 
uh, Cohen. And uh, I want to move into the area of this thing he's developed, or at least thing he's known for. He's supposed to be the father of these social impact bonds. And just what in the world are these things? And come to find out after I looked some of these links up that you gave me on the and, and by the way, uh, our listeners should know that in the summary, I'm going to put some of these links so they can go look at this after the show. Uh, and it's... Uh, I'm looking at it like a little PowerPoint that uh, uh, that was on one of the links you said uh, gave me, and it says a guide to evaluating pay for success programs and social impact bonds. And these actually are the same things. The, the pay for success is the term they use for this program in America, and social impact bonds is the term they use for this program in the UK. And this, uh, and the big three that are using this is the United States, the UK, United Kingdom, and Israel. Well, you can, you can just, just, doesn't that warm your heart to know that they're taking care of you with this thing? So, uh, and rather than read some of this, I'm going to go, they have two diagrams on here, which I, I find very helpful. I was hoping they would have it. And they do have it. And it says, uh, the first diagram uh, says here, traditional delivery of public services. And uh, that is, they have the capital, the United States capital at the top, or a like a state capital. And it says, your tax dollars. And it's got a green arrow. The tax dollars are the green and it's going down to the next block that says social services, and it's got the doctors and, the, and all kinds of different trades and professions. And then down from that is another blue area, a blue arrow, and it says quality services delivered to the public. And it has the public down here. Well, that's the end of it. That's the end of the traditional delivery of public service. It starts with government. And, and let me just give you an idea. Uh, why, would it, why would you like it to start with government? Because government is where the people's representatives are. That's where you elect these representatives, and they go up there, and they determine what the people want and what they, is lawful for them to have and what the government should provide, namely the protection of property of each individual consisting of their life, liberty, and possessions. Amen. End of story. That's what the government should be providing for, protection of your property. Second, now, the pay for for success, which I just can't. You know, I'm immediately alarmed when people use a term like success, uh, and, and you'll see why. I can see it's kind of clever. Uh, it, it, it mainly means that the government doesn't have to pay the loan back for a service that that is that was unsuccessful. So, what the way this uh, pay for uh, success uh, happens is that they have a diagram, and at the top is the investors. These are funds uh, uh, project upfront and retrieve returns based on outcomes. So these investors, uh, like uh, Ronald Cohen and his groups that he puts together, private and co corporate funds, 
And they loan money to an intermediary that goes down to an intermediary who holds the contract and manages the project. And then, off to the right is the government. It shows the capital, and it pays for outcomes. And the profits, also known as your tax dollars, are shown going up to the investors. And then the money is also shown going directly to the intermediary who holds the contract and manages the project. And then from the intermediary that holds the contract and manages the project, and the money goes over to the service providers. And then from the service providers, it goes down to the service recipients, you and me. And then from the service providers, it goes over to the alleged cost, uh, cost savings go back to the government. That's probably nothing. It just, it just means they, they figure out how much you saved compared to another. And, and then the, the government shows fees dropping down and going to what they call the uh, pay-for-success uh, consultants, evaluators and auditors, and financing agents. Well, what this really is is nothing but a beautiful and uh, ornate or, uh, uh, organization of something called fascism. This is corporatism and fascism. It's, it's corporate, private corporations doing the functions of government. And that, you just could hardly find a worse form of government than right there and we're supposed to expect that everything good all this good is going to be flowing out uh, and more prosperous for us all and we'll all be doing good I think what we'll all be is probably very hungry but we'll all be doing good and, and very poor off <laughs> anyway uh uh, just I only got about a minute left, uh, Lark. If you can throw something in, and then we'll we'll talk about it when we get back. Well, you- I mean, I I can certainly weigh in on uh, what you've imparted so far to the listeners. Uh, from uh, from my perspective, uh, you know, of course, it takes a little practice to read this kind of dry, uh, deceptive language because that's what it is. And I, I mentioned the, the, the book title, Keynes at Harvard, Economic Deception as a Political Credo. That's an important book. Anyone can read it. It's online. It was written in 1960. But we're talking about communism and capitalism. We're talking about fascism and socialism. We're talking about a whole lot of isms rolled up into one. <laughs> in, a system, in a system that's called an all-encompassing ism, and it's quite creative, but they have to use deceptive language all up and down the line to first of all engineer the buy-in, so that then the techno slaves may implement the vision. This whole <laughs> system, right. this whole system, is going to be turned on its ear. It's already happening. There you but- go, folks. Stay tuned, and we'll be right back after this to hear more.
Have you been looking for a trusted long-term storable food company? We have a solution for you. Simply Clean Foods is dedicated to providing the best quality food you can buy next to fresh from a farmer's market. Our line of resealable fruits, vegetables, and meats are suitable for everyday use, and you won't have to worry about throwing away valuable groceries ever again. Our food is completely GMO-free, and our stringent quality controls, plus testing for heavy metals, makes us unique in the storable foods market. Simply Clean Foods' primary focus is to bring clean food to people all around the world and change the way we look at freeze-dried food in our daily cooking. When you purchase from Simply Clean Foods, not only will you be receiving high-quality food, but you will also be supporting veterans in need across the country and those who are affected by natural disasters. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on long-term food storage in the rotating sponsors' banners to support RBN. Simply Clean Foods. Do it today. I'm so excited to have you as part of the Wild Pastures family, and we look forward to bringing you the pasture-raised meats that you and your family will love. Now, we started Wild Pastures because so many of my clients would tell me they just couldn't find high-quality pasture-raised meats, and even when they did, it was so expensive that they couldn't afford to eat it regularly. Now, I'm not talking about the bottom-of-the-barrel healthy meats that have claims like natural or free-range or even cage-free, terms that were actually created by the industrial food industry to make us feel all warm and fuzzy about buying their low-quality products. I'm talking about truly nourishing pasture-raised meats, the kind that you'll never really find in a grocery store. Our farmers are doing things beyond organic. Our beef is 100% grass-fed and grass-finished and raised on pastures free from chemicals and other pesticides. Our chickens are 100% pasture-raised, where they get their natural diet of grass and forage and insects. We will never settle for free range, which is actually one of the most deceptive terms in the chicken industry. In fact, less than 0.1% of the chicken consumed in the United States is truly pasture-raised in the way that ours is. And our pork is 100% pasture-raised as well. So if you care about where your food comes from, then you have definitely made it to the right place. As a Wild Pastures member, you'll be supporting the most highly principled farmers in America and getting the most nutrient-dense, nourishing, and sustainable meats in the world. I'm confident you'll love being part of our mission at Wild Pastures and you will really love the delicious nourishing meats that we're going to deliver straight to your door. Visit republicbroadcasting.org and click the Wild Pastures banner ad. Secure a shipment today. Beef, poultry, and pork raised the way nature intended. Everything <laughs> what? 
Yeah, I like that. Well, that's kind of wrapped in time. Uh, there ought to be a protest song about these wide open borders. Like, I just want to mention this. That's hot news down here uh, at the Eagle Pass. We got 4,000 a day coming in and uh, all over the, you know, wide open borders here. And we're pretending this is a, a independent nation. It's obvious that the people of this nation don't have any control over it whatsoever. They're, they're, this Washington is just a, it, it's a closed theater. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's not doing anything. Other forces are running this country, and it is quite plain that the forces that are running this country want it to uh, be uh, its its dem uh, demographics to be completely altered. And they have put out the word all throughout the nations that it's time to go to America and alter the demographics of the United States so that there is no consensus about the principles of property and what is lawful government. And this is where we're at. But anyway, go ahead. I, you were on a train of thought, Lark, and I didn't want to get to, I just wanted to mention that. Uh, you know, really what ought to happen at this point is the people of Texas ought to, of course, I think the demographics are already changed so radically. I just don't, I don't see anything ever happening again lawfully unless the church, which has the, the, the uh, title deed, to the world and to the cosmos and everything in it uh, to to create and maintain lawful government. But it seems to be not very interested in that. And so, anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. I just keep rattling, Lark. Uh, you, you rattle for a while, please. <laughs> well, I mean, forgive me. I'm, I've been steeped in this stuff a long time. And, uh, you know, I have to slow my roll. Uh, obviously, because I'm not—I haven't been very successful uh, on this network, even striking up a conversation over the years. So uh, I'll try at, at every turn. I'm not going to give up. But uh, you know, uh, what you have to realize is that this whole system has no—they're—they're going to disabuse you of your idea that you think you should own property. You got to define your terms. What is property? Well, you know, the first claim is, uh, you know, well, I own my own mind. I own my own body. Who else can uh, uh, lean that? I mean, who, who, who can claim that they've got a, a, a higher claim or a stronger claim on my mind and my body? Then it extends to the fruits of my labor and then the place I hang my hat up at night. Now, this is what most folks think about when they think of property. I own the boat. I own the car. That's my bicycle. That's my lawnmower. That's my stuff. Okay? <laughs> right. I'm telling you, this new system is going to disabuse you of that because it's really a system of obedience training. And like a good dog, you don't get a bone unless you do what the master bids. That's, well, that's where now, we're at I, already, I believe. We're, yeah, we're I, very close I, to that I, right now. I, and I know a lot of people find that frightening or a little outlandish, but um, if I was allowed to continue, I think I could make the case. You sure. know, uh, now we've heard these buzzwords thrown about. Yes. Like, have you heard of the Great Reset? <laughs> yeah, right, right, sure. And, and you've heard of the Fourth Industrial Revolution, right? Right, right. Okay, and we and we're, we're all of a sudden we're we're hit with all this stuff, you know, and we think, well, it 
doesn't really mean much to me, you know, but the, the fact of the matter is, is that we're being uh, assaulted with occluded, deceptive language every day. And see, they yes. want to keep us in the dark. Yes. Okay, they, they don't want us to be on to the con. If you're pulling a con, okay, uh, you, you know, or a grift, you know, uh, you you got to make sure your mark, your mark stays in the dark. Well, that's what the yes. American people are. We are the targets. We are the marks. We are the targets of the grifter, the con artist. Yes. Okay. And so and, we have and to guess wait. Who I want to add real quickly here: the the, the uh, World Economic Forum, uh, Klaus Schraub, is really picking on the youth. He's saying the youth have a right to be angry. Well, yeah, they do, but the, uh, please tell them why, and it's not what they're getting. Klaus Schraub is not going to tell them the real reason they should be angry. He's going he's gonna to direct the anger that's caused by what they've done to innocent people. <clears throat> well, you know, and I want to go back to this pay for success and the proper definitions for things like social impact financing and, and especially right. social we'll impact bonds. We're going to be right back with that. Uh, hang on. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Real news, real talk, real people. Because you can handle the truth. Hey there, are you going to wait till the cows come home to get your new ease-off drop and lift? What in the world is an ease-off drop and lift? Our ease-off is a new tool to increase production for your meat processing company that will get that whole hog or half a beef on or off your rail with our remote control. That sounds great, but can I afford it? Sure, and the ease-off installs fast. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue, speed up your line, and increase profits. Okay, I'm convinced. Where can I get my ease-off? Go to easeoff.com. That's E-A-Z-E-O-F-F dot com. And hurry, because we're offering free shipping for a limited time. Easeoff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. Easeoff, LLC, 417-932-6419. Hello, hello, hello from beautiful Colorado. My name is Samuel Jung Kay, and I am currently the lead shilajee hunter and master herbalist for Colorado Shilajee Company. In this video series, I will be discussing what we believe is the greatest of all adaptogenic superfoods and the single greatest natural healing remedy gifted to us by Mother Earth. I think you too will become as excited by this incredible substance called shilajee as we were and are after our discovery of this amazing gift right here in beautiful, colorful Colorado. You may already know Shilajit by other names. Shilajit, Momio, Momi, Mami, Mineral Pitch, 
Asphaltum, and others. Shioji literally translates to destroyer of weakness and conqueror of mountains. Shioji has been in use for thousands of years and is considered as the highest valued cure-all of any earthly substance. Look for the gold mountain and medical symbol logo in banners on republicbroadcasting.org to watch the full video and see more information. Use code GORBN when ordering. That's G-O-R-B-N. This is Elizabeth McCabe, a.k.a. Lucky One of Truth Frequency News. I wanted to tell you all about Extendivite from HeartDrop.com. Y'all know I check everything before I air it. When I heard about Extendivite on TFR, I went to HeartDrop.com and started my research. It's got cayenne. That's good for blood and circulation. It stimulates the blood flow. It's got garlic, which fights bacteria like antibiotics, and it lowers the cholesterol and blood pressure. It also has milk thistle, which is the best detox for liver. I couldn't wait to try it out, and I'm glad I did four months ago. And here's the obvious results. My hands and feet don't get cold anymore. The varicose veins have faded too. My wrists don't hurt after typing all day. Now I tell you all this because it's true and I want you to really live life. Try Extendivite. Go to heartdrop.com and order it. Extendivite is only $69.95 for a two-month supply of either capsules or liquid. Call now. That's 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Extendivite. Search for Lawful Government with Ron Avery here at RepublicBroadcasting.org. And uh, we're talking here with uh, Lark in Texas, uh, Lawrence Cumbie. And we're talking about um, uh, social impact bonds and pay for success and what that really is and who's behind it and why it's not so great. And Lark, continue with what you were saying. Well, I'll just give you a little example of some deceptive language. Going back to this term of art, remember that when we talk about language, we're talking about symbols called words. Then we're also talking about terms of phrase and or terms of art. In other words, especially in the English language, words as they appear on a page in print can have a variety of meanings when we think about it, especially if we explore all the dimensions of what that word actually is defined as in the English language. Well, see, these people take full advantage of this. Okay? So, and sure. one example, it's this term of art that we've heard called the Great Reset. Yes. Well, that actually comes, that word reset comes from Scott's Law. And it, it is defined as the act or an instance of receiving stolen goods with the intent of depriving the owner of them. Okay, and there's it's also... The what? Run that by again? I'll just repeat it. A reset is the act or an instance of receiving stolen goods with the intent of depriving the owner of them. In other words, it's a heist. You want to know what a reset is? It's a heist. (laughs) And that's what these bankers are pulling off worldwide. 
I mean, yeah. how many trillions of dollars in debt is the U.S. government indebted to these bankers? Yes. Well, I've got a question for you. i got a question for you that I think will tie into this really beautifully, uh, Lark, is that uh, we were talking about the uh, pay-for-success uh, 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 program uh, and, uh, and in Texas, and I see that Texas has uh, actually got one of these things going or is fixing to, or at least it's set up the the law for it. It's, it's actually House Bill 3015 approved in 2015, and you sent me a link to a webpage that's called Dallas, the Impact City, where they're talking about making Dallas, where you live, in the Dallas metropolitan area, that they're going to make this a uh, an impact city. And uh, just to quote one little segment of it, it says, Dallas has a unique opportunity to become the center of the world for developing and deploying solutions to our world's most pressing problems. We can become the impact city. What, what the heck is it? I mean, and listen to this. Humanity is more closely connected, has greater potential for advancement, and yet at the same time faces far greater challenges than ever before. Well, quite frankly, my view of this is that what we're really facing, which is most difficult and almost impossible for the people to handle, is the concentration of wealth through criminal activity over the centuries in the hands of just a few people. And the result is global tyranny and how the people are going to come out of it. And, of course, this stuff is all written by the very global tyrants. So how is the solution to anything in this stuff? Well, you know, one thing that people forget, the aims of capitalists and communists are really the same. It's basically the monopoly over the means of production. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's right. What it it's all about economics, okay? Because, I mean, look, our entire lives are shaped by how much money we got in the bank or how much we got in our wallet. It determines yeah. what we can and cannot do on a daily basis. Yes. Okay, it has a hold on our uh, over our lives like nothing else, you know, in terms of really just how we get by, how we get through a day. Yeah. So, well, I want to I want to I want to read a definition of fascism. I, I looked this, you know, I'd heard the definition that it was uh, actually government through uh, corporations. And uh, I think I first heard that in my life from uh, uh, G. Edward Griffin. And uh, he wrote the uh, uh, creature from Jekyll Island, and uh, on the Federal Reserve System. And anyway, I I, lo I looked it up online, and all I could find was it's it's a system of oppression. It's 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 a uh, it's it's run by uh, a uh, a demagogue, or it's run by a dictator, and it's militaristic, and it's mean, and it, it, it doesn't like discussion, and all and all. And I mean, and, and I went, well, and it looked like they had almost scrubbed the entire web of the real definition of it, and 
And finally, I went back to, uh, on my desk, I have an old um, Funk and Wagnalls dictionary, and I looked it up in there, and it says, Noun, the system of one-party government developed by the fascisti in Italy, which exercises centralized autocratic control over the activities of all individuals, especially through economic agency of state corporations. Now, how about that? If that didn't describe what is going on and what they want to do, I don't know what is. And then it goes on down here, and I found and finally found something else. I actually had to look up the term corporatism, because I knew G. Edward Griffin used that term, and I looked that up on the web. And it says, is a collective corporatism is a collectivist political ideology developed as a third way along with Christian democracy and fascism, which advocates the organization of society by corporate groups such as agricultural, labor, military, business, scientific, or guild associations on the basis of their common interest. The term is derived from the Latin corpus or body. And then here's a great quote from Benito Mussolini. You might have heard of him, <laughs> kind of infamous, kind of famous in World War II. Fascism equals corporatism because it is a merger of state and corporate power. Now, buddy, if we ain't in line for right now and already into a deep state of fascism in America. Well, we need to remember this is not a righteous uh, uh, political system. It's of the left. Just it's like all socialism, it's of the left. It takes away from individual liberty. Okay, yeah. it it takes away from freedom. So when we yeah. talk about we we talk about corporatism, we got to recognize that what is the uh, the business uh, organizing principle? What's the model for all? corporativist or corporatist organization. Well, it's the corporation, is it not? Right. The other In thing fact, they don't like individuals. They think that actually it appears that the problem with the planet is the individual and this freedom. And if the and if the individual gave up enough freedom, eventually the world would solve all of its problems. So when well, the entire world is completely enslaved then we will have no problems. <laughs> well, this this tracks back, of course, to the Brundtland Commission report, which was titled Our Common Future. It was written in 1987 during the Reagan-Thatcher administrations. Yeah. Okay. And uh, that became the basis. This is what codified what's called today sustainable development. Now, sustainable development was signed onto with memorandum of agreement or understanding by like 193 different nations back in 1992 at the Rio Summit in Rio de Janeiro. Yeah. So, first of all, I mean, you had people like William Ruckelshaus and Russell Train, Americans prominently, right in the middle of that. Right. Okay. And this Grove Brundtland was a, a former secretary general of the uh, World Health Organization and a vice president of the Socialist International. 
Now, not, you know, there was a guy named Ludwig von Mises of the Chicago School, famous amongst the libertarians. He wrote a book called Human Action back in the late 50s. Oh, yeah, yeah. So and what he, was his name again? You run that by again? Ludwig von Mises. Oh, sure, sure. I think I got the book on the shelf here. Yeah, yeah. Human That's Action. Well, it's all on economics. In that book, he describes two forms of socialism that most Americans today, most people around the world, would not even identify as socialism. The first, of course, is what he called corporativism, which we know today is corporatism or yeah. fascism, as Mussolini spelled it out. He said, well, you call it fascism, but it's really corporatism. <laughs> okay. Yeah, right. See, that, that's socialism. Yeah. Now, you got Got to, you've got to actually listen carefully to this, okay? The other one is called syndicalism. And what is a what is a syndicalist organization? Well, it is a syndicalism is trade unionism. Oh, yeah. It's like it's like the mine the, the mine workers, the dock workers, the steel workers. It's the school teachers, but it's also groups. It's a closed shop trade union. Remember. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta have the credentials to be invited to join and belong. How yes. about the, how about the U.S. Conference of Mayors? Yes, how about, yes. That, how, how, that. How about how, let me finish, Ron. How about the American Medical Association? How about the American Bar Association? How about the American Psychiatric Association? <laughs> yeah. How about all these sheriffs groups? I mean, there are thousands of them in America. Yeah. And. Thousands and millions of people work for corporations. So we got to get right. it. We got to get our heads on straight. I mean, you know, Newsweek magazine had a famous cover uh, several years ago before they went bankrupt. John Beecham was the editor in chief at the time. And that cover said, we are all socialists now. Uh-huh. And depicted on the cover was a gloved red hand shaking hands with a gloved blue hand. How many Americans today realize that the actual colors of these two major political parties switched? Yeah, the source of it, and it was all based on socialism. The two come together under socialism. This was all done by design. Sure. Okay. See, these people on both political in both political parties, they can't help but be in on it. Okay. Whether they've ever ever heard the word or not it makes no difference. I mean, you That's got right. people like you got people like Senator Mike Lee of Utah and John Huntsman, J O N Huntsman. These call these people call themselves conservatives, but you know what? They are avowed communitarians. <laughs> That's right. Uh, yeah, you convincing me. I mean, uh. Uh, that, well, that's why our borders are still wide open. That, how could not, we do that if we had real parties going on? Ron, it's not just the people on the left. It's the people on the right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, right. Correct. And, and Greg Abbott, the, the governor of Texas, this guy is right in bed with the rest of them. The National Governors Association is a closed shop trade union. That's yeah. what it is. It's a trade union. <laughs> and trade unionism, is, it goes all the way back to the the, the, the the medieval times, to the Middle Ages. It's quite prevalent all over Europe, but it's equally as prevalent in, in all the Commonwealth nations like Canada and Australia. 
South Africa, and especially the good old USA. So what do we have here? Remember, Ludwig von Mises was famously, strongly opposed to socialism. Okay? But he was at that inaugural Mont Pelerin conference that was called by Frederick Hayek, who wrote The Road to Serfdom. And Henry Hazlitt kept the meetings. People remember a little bit about the Fabian Society, but do they remember anything about the Pilgrim Society? Not me. You know, but the point is, is that Americans have been beguiled. We have been deceived. Okay? We're being deceived every day. We're being assaulted with stuff we don't understand. That's okay. right. It's just they just put it in a pretty package. It sounds good on the surface, and actually, they never dig beyond the surface. You never hear anything. You never hear a principle, what it's based on, and how logical it is. You know, principles usually start off with a building block, a, a, a natural law that everyone in the world can agree with. Ah, okay. yes, here it is. The law is that I own property consisting of my life, my liberty, and my possessions. Let's start with that. And then you build upon that, these different concepts of what is what is sovereignty then, and what is immunity, and what are these things, and what is the law, and what is the law to do? Uh, it's protecting the property. And, and what can you tax? Are there principles of lawful taxation yes there are what is it based on these same principles of property is what it's based on uh, no lawful tax can threaten uh, to uh, to harm the property or even to uh, uh, put a lien on it or to uh, degradate it in any way but with none of this there's there's all this new world order jargon has no principle at its foundation nothing of course it doesn't. That's because these people think that they won this marble game uh, fair and square, and they own it all. That's and right. That's what's at the essence. You're so right. That's the essence of it. And the other thing that we need to understand, when we look at these things called the 17 Sustainable Development Goals. See, we used to talk about these things on RBN 10 years ago. No one talks yeah. about them anymore. But see, these are the basis for what we call environmental social governance or ESG what we talk about when we talk about pay for success we got to be uh, cognizant of language like social and emotional learning what does that <laughs> mean okay and yes. we have to understand what social impact bonds are I'm telling you this whole economic system is going to be based on how well you sit up and roll over and uh, you know uh, go fetch you got it. That's exactly right. That's all it is. It's a system of slavery. And when we talk yes. about fascism, we cannot it we cannot ignore the communist side. Okay? How about cultural Marxism? I mean, this pay for success found its first solid ground in the public schools and then with the charter schools. Okay? It's infested both. So all these people that want to get their kids out of the public schools, what are they doing? They're going into a charter school. They're all having to teach to the same test under a common common core, which means these kids are getting brainwashed. They're not being taught how to think. They're being taught what to think. And unfortunately, even many of the Christian schools do the same thing. Just because you have a, a, 
you have a break in classes and you go to uh, uh, a, 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 a sermon on Wednesday or something and then have a sing, sing-along, you know, where you sing some carols or, or some hymns on Friday, that, you have to teach principles of, and what we've learned over 2,000 years of, of dealing with tyranny and, and how the church has progressed over the centuries. It doesn't do any of that. And, and, it, and the result is even the, the graduates from private Christian schools are not prepared to deal with the, the environment we're in. You there? I think we're taking a break. <laughs> we'll be back in a minute. Oh, okay. Did he get cut off? Okay. Well, anyway, uh, I, I did miss the bride. He was kind of on a roll. I should have uh, should have said something, but I didn't. I knew it was coming up. Uh, but anyway, this is uh, fascinating material. I, I do believe that uh, uh, I, I'd like to think that there can be a rejuvenation of a, uh, something within the body of Christ on the earth. Because I, I, who else can deal? What else? What other institution can can come close to even providing lawful government under a situation like this where all the wealth has been concentrated in the hands of a few and they're not going to give it up. They're not going to give up the wealth. They're only going to come up with a different means of controlling the populations. And that's what I think this COVID-19 is all about, is setting up this uh, these need for, for the natural born man created in the image of God to be made into a threat to society that must get endless injections and eventually receive a implant to verify their safety wherever they go and also to, uh, uh, to receive their uh, digital compliance currency or, or their debits and credits and ultimately terminations. I mean, this is this is abject. This is this where this is literally almost hell on earth. I mean, we're we're getting very close to this, and they're pushing this COVID garbage all over again. And uh, I, I'm amazed that people are are so willing to go back to that. And I've, I see more people wearing masks again. Oh, just because they say these things are going up, how many times have we been fooled on how much this stuff is out there and how much is coming back? They don't even—they're selling these stupid tests again. We already know there isn't any test for this garbage. So I mean, it just goes on and on. And when you control the when you control the mass media cartel, you you can say anything you want to, and nobody's going to challenge it. You can't challenge it. You don't have the listeners. You need millions of listeners in order to, to challenge them, and these people aren't, aren't hearing it. They can't hear it. Uh, I think we. I think we need to be having radically honest conversations, and we need to recognize the fact that we just don't know everything. Okay, we have limitations. Right. Okay, and I, 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 Ron, I've been trying for years. Yes. And you know this, okay, to try to strike up a conversation about things that matter. 
<laughs> now I don't know I don't know it all, and I'm not an expert about damn thing. But I knew some, I know a lot about communitarianism and communitarian law, and I know about all of these. I know a lot about the buzzwords. All you have to do is go to go to your top ten corporations in the country and look at the language on their websites. Oh, I've done it, that. I, I agree with you, and they picked up on all of that. They're they're all even members of the World Economic Forum, and I'm sure they'd be chomping at the bit to get in on these uh, pay for success and. Uh, social impact bonds and all this entanglement any anything to entangle the people and to and to protect the money that you've already cornered that's what it's about well, they, the, the fact is they didn't really have a whole a lot of choice in the matter ron i mean the, the entire country stu- suffers from the stockholm syndrome the cia has got a name for it it's called deep capture deep and that's capture. what happened to it Deep capture. The American people are have been captured. Yes. Okay. We've actually. The truth of the matter is, is we've been conquered. But no one. That's sent right. Us we back. don't know. And the essence of it is, we don't know it, and we don't. We don't know what it is, and we don't know how to deal with it. And that's what I'd call deep capture. When you're in that point, you're almost in a hopeless state. But the catch is. And, and what is more really hopeless than, than not even knowing you're captivated? And you don't even know what you're doing. Most people have no idea what they're doing. Well, and why would the conquerors uh, want to tell the, the vanquished, you know, their new slaves, uh, any damn thing? I mean, why, why, why stir up a hornet's nest when the people are just going to go along to get along and do as they're told anyway? That's right. And they make that something that, that that's admirable. You know, it's really admirable to be just a guy that, you know, he takes care of his family and he goes to the same job, work, work, work. And that's all that really matters, work and come home, bring this. And, and in the meanwhile, his kids are, are in slavery and are not, never going to get out. And he doesn't care. Just I'm, I'm just going to do this little thing. And I'm going to. That's it. Well, anyway, folks, I'm glad everybody, uh, thank you listeners for tuning in, and uh, we're going to do some more of this. We're going to try to inform and, and uh, come up with something. we got to come up with something. So thank you. We'll see you next week. Thank you, Lark. I appreciate it. Good material. Thank you, Ron. Yes. The secret to aging like fine wine is in the vines. Ciroc grape seeds and skins contain high levels of flavonoids and resveratrol. Fermentation breaks these organic compounds down into smaller molecules, penetrating these therapeutic ingredients deeper into the skin, delivering faster and more effective results. Our handmade fermented skincare products are formulated with all natural ingredients and do not contain any phthalates or parabens. 
Similar products can cost as much as $180. At Natural Earth Medicine, we source our ingredients from local Arizona vineyards and cold process our oils to ensure that our customers receive the highest quality product in its purest form. Learn more at our website and try our fermented skincare products today. Visit naturalearthmedicine.com. That's naturalearthmedicine.com. You can't handle the truth. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit republicbroadcasting.org today because you can handle the